0: Ministries
1: Canada.
0: For the next half hour, your hearts
1: will be filled with hope as you hear real-life stories from individuals that have been changed by the power of God. Enjoy the show.
0: Welcome to Refuge Freedom Stories. I'm your host, Johnny T. And today my guest is Robert Bass. He's the author of several books helping others find a purpose in life. He's a pastor at a large church in Florida, helping others to grow mentally and spiritually, and a previous business owner of a successful mobile personal training company. Robert's dedicated to encouraging others through the Word of God, and his passion is to help people grow to their full potential. Robert, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on today. Yeah, it's an interesting journey in your life there, going from a mobile personal training company into the ministry. And obviously, being a pastor, you know, faith is a huge part of your life. So let's kick it off with your journey of faith. How did that transpiring your life and then how did that lead you into a mobile personal training company before you went into the ministry?
1: I know God has amazing ways and mm-hmm. moving in our life if we're just faithful to him you know if we just follow him God will guide our steps we don't have to have it all figured out but to give you a quick recap of my life I got into a motorcycle accident several years ago and that was a big turning point in my life because I had to learn to walk again and I really Found myself where I had a lot of friends before the accident, but after the accident, not a lot of people were there for me. And it's just very eye-opening. But what I did find out was my family and the church was there. So my friends and people I thought I was close with weren't there, but yet people who didn't know me showed more love and supported me in greater ways than people I thought I could trust. And that just really opened my eyes. And I started going to church again and. God just began to open up opportunities through me having to recover from that accident. I learned how amazing your body is, how God created some amazing bodies that we have. And I I wanted to learn more. So I went to school, I started studying about your body, how to recover, how to get better, And that actually led to me opening a personal training business and starting that. And I started teaching health classes in a church that I was in. And then God just continued to open doors. I was teaching sports groups. You know, we would do devotionals with football, basketball, almost any sport you could think about. We would incorporate God into it for just a few minutes. And next thing I know there's hundreds of people just coming to these different sports groups and so God opened the door for me to come on staff at a church to help oversee groups and then and just continue God just continue to open doors as I just continue to be faithful to him so that's the quick recap of how I got where I am now
0: yeah it's interesting God can use even the smallest things to kind of point us forward in the right direction sometimes we listen sometimes we don't but He's still got those pointers to say, here's the path, walk you in it, right? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So you talk about people seeking purpose in their life, right? And sometimes it's hidden in plain sight. So what do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, a lot of times I think we try to find our purpose through goals, through success, through achieving something, when really our purpose is in our relationship with God. So instead of trying to find our purpose from an outside source or through all the things I can do or reaching a destination, we're meant to have a relationship with God. And through that relationship is where I begin to find my purpose. So I'll give you an example. Currently, I'm a pastor at a church and I have opportunities to speak on stage and in front of people. I feel like I am fulfilling my purpose just as much when I do that as when I'm at a grocery store somewhere and I talk to somebody about God or when I'm modeling that with my family, or when I'm out with my friends, playing tennis and sports. So my purpose is through my relationship with God, which could look a thousand different ways every day. But if I was more focused on a stage or a platform or a book being my purpose, then I will miss all of these opportunities that are right in front of me that God is doing in my life. And so that's what I mean by that, how our purpose
0: could be right in front of us, but if we're so future-focused or goal-oriented, we could miss it. Yeah, I think that's a really important point because we could set our sights on something being like a calling or a gift or whatever it might be. And yet, you're right, it's the foundation of that relationship with Christ is truly where life is. He says he'll give us life and give us life more abundantly. And it's out of that life that... We're going to see his presence shine through us, if I could put it that way, or be lived out in front of others. And ultimately, that is what we're here to do. We're here to share our stories. We're here to tell people about God. I'm very conscious trying to listen to the voice of God. Like I'm really focused on trying to tune my radios to the ear of his frequency, if I can put it that way, like tuning into a radio station, because... We know that he speaks in like a small, still voice, not in like thunder, like he can, but I mean, the Bible tells us he speaks with this still, small voice. And I think as you talked about, like whether you're playing sports or whether you're at the grocery store or what, putting gas in your car, whatever it might be, or plugging in your electric vehicle if you have one, just sometimes the smallest little prompting in your heart. And I think in my own experience in the last little while, I've been seeing those promptings, but not always fulfilling them like you know what I mean because you get different thoughts oh is it really me is it just me or is it the enemy trying to set me up for failure all those kinds of things but I think that the obedience of acting on that one little prompting will grow towards something more and something more and something more not necessarily into a a place of prominence or a ministry or anything like that but definitely into a closer walk with God yeah and I love what you said about listening because I've been asked
1: by people what is my greatest leadership strength and it's my ability to listen. Number one, my ability to listen to God. Because like what you said, if I'm not listening to God, I'm going to sidetrack it. I'm going to miss it. I like that quote that people say, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. So you can be busy doing a lot of good things, so we think, and miss what God desires for you to do. And then also, my greatest leadership strength is the ability to listen to others, right? Because God's moving in people's lives, but do I see it? And that's what I love about Jesus. Jesus was aware of the father moving in people's lives. Like he could see how oh, God is doing something here. Zacchaeus in the tree, right? All these examples of Jesus noticing how God was moving in people's lives. And so listening is a powerful tool. It's good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You talk about being blinded to the blessings of God and the, bl- and the blessings that God's designed for us. We talked a little bit about listening, but you, uh, we need to open our eyes to that. So how would you encourage people to open their eyes to see the blessings in their life that God has provided for them? Because I believe that when we start to see those blessings, that we see a lot more of them because we're becoming more in tune with that. Yeah, uh,
1: I feel like a lot of times we think about being blind as, you know, our eyes closed or something dark, or we just can't see it all. But a lot of times being blinded is just looking at the wrong things. It's me being focused on what I think is good, what I think is good for me or good for the situation. So my eyes are so zoomed in, there's a tunnel focus that again, I'm not seeing what God is doing. And so a lot of times we're blinded to the blessings that God has provided for us right here because we want to focus on achieving that. I need to get this. I'll be happy when I do this. When I get to this destination, I'll have joy or peace in my life. I hear so many people say that. Well, when I get this car, I'm going to have peace. When I achieve that status at work, man, Life is going to be so much better. But Jesus actually says the opposite. He says he Mm -hmm. gives us the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in spite of the situation, I can have joy. And that's what makes being a Christian, a Christ follower, so much different than the world is in spite of my situation not being good. Like we face a lot of bad situations in this world. Mm -hmm. So in spite of my situation being very bad, I can still have peace. I can still have joy. So my situation doesn't define it. God inside of me does. But like you mentioned, if I'm not in tune with God, if I'm not even allowing him into my day, into the moment, then I will be so focused on trying to achieve and get peace that I'll forget that I already can have it. Because of God with me. So it's just so easy to
0: get blinded and focused on the wrong things. Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about how the Christian life isn't always going to be the easiest life to live. Like the enemy's not happy that we're now on God's side. So he's going to make life tough for us. And God allows some things in our life to draw us to him because either we're stubborn or We're not listening or whatever it might be right he'll give us some rope and he'll let us kind of wander out a little bit and then he'll say okay have you gone far enough okay yeah all right we'll come on back here and let's sort this out type of thing but i think that when we get in those tough situations it's really important for people to understand that hope comes from having that trust in god that even in the the really toughest things he's gonna show himself to be trustworthy even in the smallest things And you can always look back on those times where it was just this minor thing, but God was there. So when the tougher things come, you can have that faith and that hope and that trust and know that it's the same God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? Yeah. Amen. Well said. So as far as making a difference in our life, that's going to be tied to our walk with God, right? He will lead us on a path and he'll bring people and situations and things across our way to teach us his ways. But he says, My ways aren't your ways. His ways are higher than our ways. And we don't always understand his ways. They can be really confusing sometimes. So have you ever been in that situation where you've been going through something and you just go like, God, like what's going on here? Like I completely can't understand it. And how did God kind of show you that he was there through that? Yeah, absolutely. So in my story, I
1: shared at the beginning when I got in this motorcycle accident and I began to turn my life around and go to church and was learning, right, about what your body could do. I remember one day I felt like God told me to move. It was just this feeling that I, I needed to move. And God was just giving me signs all over, right? for different ways. And I went to my pastor at the time and shared it with him and he prayed about it. He had peace about it, which is a big deal, right? When we make big decisions in our lives, we need people in our life to help us affirm those decisions, right? I mean, it's important to share things with others because God Mm -hmm. will help guide us in that way. And so I had no idea why I needed to move. I just felt like I needed to move. And it just sounds crazy, right? like, why do I need to move? Everything's good where I am. And so I just sold everything. I mean, I sold, you know, my cars, the, the house, whatever I needed. And I moved to Jacksonville, Florida. I knew one person here and and I just moved here because I felt like God told me to. Mm-hmm. It didn't make any sense at the time. And now, you know, you sat forward 10, 12 years and God has just opened so many doors here. It it's just absolutely crazy. I would never have guessed 12, 13 years ago that God would have opened the door for me to be a pastor at a church. It wasn't even in my mind. Right? It wasn't even on my radar. At yeah. the time, I was still recovering from an accident. Yeah. And, and I'm just trying to faithfully follow God. Like, I'm using the scriptures to encourage me every day because I needed it. It was my lifeline. And so I would never guess that, you know, I met my wife here. Yeah, I mean, God's just done so much while I was here. And so that was a big faith step that I needed to take in order to trust God and allow him to show me that it's safe to trust God. It really is. Like, you know, faith is the evidence of things unseen, right? Hebrews mm-hmm. 11. And it's going to take faith to follow God, right? Yeah, and, and that can be hard because we don't see it. We don't understand it. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's a tough scripture. Yeah. You know, it's going to require faith, our journey with him, and it's not going to make sense all the time. But you know what? That's okay because God is God, right? And if we understood everything, then we would be (laughs) God. And and so, you know, what a great thing it is to trust God. Just like us as parents, we expect our children to trust us that we know what is good for them and that we have good intentions towards them, the same thing with God. And so faith in walking with it, God is a beautiful thing, as long as we'll know that it's not going to make sense in the net.
0: Yeah, definitely. I have had a number of situations like that where you get this really different idea or you get that pounding in your chest that you know it's God asking you to do something. And you do have to be faithful. And He doesn't say he's going to tell us what the rest of our life's going to look like. He just says he'll lead us one step. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, right? And so we just need to take those steps one after another after another. As you said, leaning on God for who he is and trusting that his ways are better than ours. And he knows our life from beginning to end. All we can see is what's in front of us that day.
1: Yeah, it's true. And that should bring us freedom, honestly. like I love following God. It gives me so much freedom that I don't have to have everything figured out, right? I don't have to be the smartest person in the room. I just got to listen to God and follow him. There's freedom.
0: Yeah, there is. In the last year or so, my wife and I are in part of a small group. And one of the things that we've been focusing on is flowing in the river of God. And because I'm a type A kind of guy, I like to have everything scheduled and planned. And when I'm going somewhere, I get the blinders on and nope, I can't stop and do anything else. I got to do this type of thing. And God's just saying, guess what? Nope, we're not doing that today. We're going to do this. or We're, we're going to do that type of thing. And it started kind of to teach us about this flowing in the river of God. And there is freedom in that. And there's far less stress in that. And there's more peace in, in that kind of stuff. And it, I think that the river... If you read in Ezekiel forty-seven, right, it talks about the river of God that flows from the throne. And when it flows from the throne, it goes through to a whole different path. And yet, all along the side of that river bank, there's trees growing, and there's fish there, and all that kind of stuff. And I just saw so much in there about when we're flowing in that river, jumping in it. God's going to take us to those places and those people that need to hear about Him. But if we're not willing to put down our own self and our own self, plan and schedule to allow him to lead us on something that might seem, as you said, moving to Jacksonville like crazy, we're going to miss out on that. And he will find somebody else that'll do it. But I'd rather be the person that's doing that than being the one that missed out on it and hearing about it from somebody else. Right.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's good.
0: Yeah, it's kind of exciting. So I know that you've, as we talked about at the beginning, you've authored some books. So tell me a little bit about those books and what people can expect to find out when they read those.
1: Yeah, so my first book was called Past to Purpose. And it was really about looking back at your life and realizing that God was moving and there was a purpose in it. And it's very testimony based. It's my story and me looking back and seeing how God moved. And not only did it bring me a lot of healing writing it, is we relate to stories, you know? And unfortunately I've got a lot to write about. (laughs) That I've been through a lot of different things from motorcycle accidents to losing everything in a hurricane and other situations. And so that was my first book. And then my second book began to build off that and it was called Purpose on the Pack. So how do we find our purpose on our journey now, right? Instead of being so focused on the future and trying to achieve things, one of the things I learned about writing that book is our happiness gets robbed now because we get a little too future focused. And then my most recent book that just came out is called Hidden Fruit. And it's about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, right? God has promised us his presence, his spirit to be with us. And God doesn't promise a lot. In the Bible. And so when God promises something, I'm going to pay attention. And he promised us his spirit, right? He will not leave us orphans, what he said. And so we have our salvation is sealed. And not only that, but he promises us love and joy and peace and patience and self-control. You go on and on with the different characteristics of his presence that he promises is available to his children. And so the book is just about how do you live with that, right? If, if that's something I can have, how do I get it? How do I get peace when my situation is not peaceful? And so the book is helping us realize that and how to walk in it, you know? So very thankful that God has allowed me to write those three books. And again, I had zero plans <laughs> on writing books. And to thank the Lord for editors is all I'm going to say is it takes a
0: team of people to make a book happen. And so I've been very blessed there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's surprising sometimes what God calls us to do, but can be very unexpected. And he says it's the simple things of the world that confound the wise and the weak things of the world confound the strong. So it's not unusual that God would ask us to do something that's out of our comfort zone. Yeah, he usually does. That's that faith component. That's a faith component. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Step out of the boat, Peter. Come see me in the water. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is there a website where people can go to, to find out more about your ministry? Yeah. To get the new book, they can go to hiddenfruitbook.com.
1: And if you want to follow me and some of the other content I share, you can just look me up on social media at Robert A. Bat.
0: Okay. Now, one last question. What's the one thing that you would tell people about God? Ooh, that's I such know, a good question.
1: <laughs> the, the one thing. Well, I'm going to steal what you said because some I tell people all the time is learn to listen, learn to hear God's voice. You know, you, you've got God's voice, you've got your voice, it going around in your head and the enemy does try to speak to us. And so you need to know the difference. You, you need to know when you're, it's just your thoughts, right? You need to know when God's speaking, you need to understand that the enemy is trying to plant lies and fear and doubt into your mind. And so, learning to discern those three different voices that can be going around in our head and in our life is very important because we can begin to see where God's moving, where it's my craziness in a situation or where the enemy's trying to stop me from moving. And so knowing that has been so helpful for me in my life because I can begin to tune into that, right? And, and I've learned how God speaks to me and he speaks in different ways. And and I believe God begins to speak to us differently in different seasons as we mature, just like parents do with their own children, right? You, you can have better conversations, or even different conversations as you mature. And so those conversations will change over time. And, and that's not a bad thing. And so to press in, learn what God's voice sounds like in your life, because it has been something that without God's voice, I'm not a great leader. I'm not a great husband, father, even
0: person without hearing God speaking. Amen. A lot of truth in that. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure talking to you and I'm looking forward to hearing more about how God is speaking to you and challenging you to do things. Thanks. I've enjoyed the conversation. Okay. God bless.